Welcome back to another episode of the Golf Minded Podcast. Cody here with KT. Let's dive back in. KT, good evening, man. How are you? Doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Excited to have on our guest tonight. We do have on Josh Park. Um, he's a teaching pro out at uh, Super Range Golf in Orange, California. Josh, good evening, buddy. Thanks for uh, taking the time to talk golf. Of course. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man, absolutely. Sorry, once again, for all the, the confusion with time. That was my bad. Uh, thinking we're on Central, but well, we're not, so... Yeah, you're, you guys are the ones who had to sit there for an hour. So. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, thank you for having me on again. Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. So, thank, thanks for uh, coming on. Yeah, definitely, man. We're uh, we're looking forward to kind of uh, um, talk, you know, your method of teaching and kind of what you do with, uh, you know, the clientele and everything that you've kind of built up with with your Instagram following. Um, so, we like to start there with what got you into golf, how long you've been in it, and you know to where you're at now, like how did it all transpire? Yeah. So I got into, I got into golf when I was about nine years old. So my, my dad lived in Korea my whole life. And so my mom raised my sister and I here in Southern California. And so my dad would visit. Uh, and whenever we would visit two or three times a year, all he'd want to do is golf. Hmm. Uh, you guys play golf in Korea? Probably not, right? No, I have um, not now. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a trip. So you got to go in you, you 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 come in like an NBA player with street clothes and like a like a suitcase of clothes. Then you change in the locker room. You play golf with, with a caddy uh, who gives everything in meters. It's a gajillion dollars. Then you do a full spa treatment at the end. And so he hates all that. So he wanted to come and play golf for twelve dollars. You know, right? Um, and so it was my way of just bonding with dad. Um, and so I really got into it. I was a horrendous student. <laughs> and my mom would try to force me to like study. I'd be like, but dad's here. I mean, he wants to golf. Right. You know, so who's going to say no? Uh, so that's how I got really into it. Um, and so I played high school, AJJ, the whole gamut. I wasn't very good. I got into a, uh, uh, Cal State Fullerton, which is a D1 school, um, in their second year since they started the program. Uh, and so obviously being a second year program, we're terrible. We're like, I think ranked. 238 out of 300 schools, something like that. Wow. Um, and even amongst that, I was nearly a walk-on. I think I got, two, I got, I think I just got books, <laughs> which is like almost nothing off of there. Right. Uh, and, and I went to the whole ADGA thing. So, wow. um, but I was super fortunate and super grateful. And then, uh, I, I finally started working hard in college. And then, um, by my junior year, we were actually at one point top 30 in the country. Wow. Uh, which was super cool. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And then, that's about as high as we got. And then um, after that, I started teaching. Uh, what made me get better was actually facing my swing. And so I am a big comp- uh, proponent of like getting better physically, fixing your swing, because it worked for me. Right. Um, and then the owner here at this range is actually my college head coach. Oh. So that was an easy transition, right? It was hard yeah. for me to get a job, a teaching job, because I was 22. For sure. And they had their old guys who have been there forever. So who's going to take me out, but having my coach there, um, but his only caveat to me being able to teach there was that I had to be the assistant coach of, of his college team. So that became the assistant coach at Cal State Fullerton for another four years as I was teaching. Um, and to make a long story even longer, uh, I, as I got into that, um, that's what made my social media so off was because I was posting these kids who looked really good and I was and I've, I've never 
had any lessons or, or students before then, but then they made me look really good and I was posting them and they were cool with it. So my following started growing in that sense. And, um, so here I am now. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, what kind of, what started the Instagram, uh, the following there? Like how did all that come about? I was, I didn't do it for, this is actually, I had no social media other than Facebook before this. So I wasn't a social media guy. Uh, but a girl I was dating at the time was like, you should make an Instagram page. And I was like, ah, oh, that's stupid. And then, you know, I just, it was a thought I couldn't get out of my mind. So I started, so I started it. Um, I just came up with the name J Park Golf. I started it. And, um, and again, I started posting all the college kids. Uh, but what's funny is the guy that I was getting lessons from at the time, the infamous Mac O'Grady, um, who I was supposed to work with, hated that I was on social media. So he actually cut me from his life. As oh, he wow. did with so many people. Yep. So it was, it was a, it was a double, it was a, it was a pros and cons to it all, but I think it worked out. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. So let's kind of fast forward to now, Josh. So I know you're teaching, like I said, at you know Super Range Golf in, in Orange, California, correct? Yes. All right. So so tell us what that's like, man. Like with your clients, like what can they expect? You know, when booking a lesson with you? Yeah, um, that's a good question. What can they expect? So I always I have an iPad. I have a TrackMan. Um, so you know we get them on the TrackMan, which. To be frank, I, I don't really use too much, um, but I give them a full analysis of their swing, right. and I just give them the whole, at least for the first lesson, the entire outline of their swing, because I do believe that it's like a story. It's like a book. You want, you know, I'm giving them the Cliff Notes version, but they need to see the whole picture right. and how each step affects the entire picture. Um, and so... By giving them the whole thing, I always like say, here's like a staircase. You're at the bottom of the stairs. You have to get to the top of the stairs. Here are all these literal steps. Right. And then we work on the first step and the second step and the third from there. Right. Um, and so that's kind of the, the first time they come. It's a lot of info. It's this whole picture. But I want them to get to understand what kind of where we're trying to go and what the desired ball flight is and then take it one step at a time. For sure, man. And I love that, Josh. I feel like I've... So I follow you and I've heard you say or kind of contribute to like a swing journey. I love that rather than just a quick, you know, amount of money just to, to show someone how to stop slicing it or whatever the case may be. Right. I, I love hearing that because you're, you're, it seems to me and correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like you're trying to build longevity with the golf swing. You want people to enjoy it for a long period of time. And I, I love that. Yeah, I, I really am. And uh, it, it's just, it's, if you try to make something as hard as golf, or simple it just never works exactly right no exactly man exactly um dude so i i see obviously so many people you coach um you know from all over and and correct me if i'm wrong here as well so i saw you've been um helping it looks like uh i'm probably saying his name wrong is it uh salam or salim salim right yeah yeah gotcha so (laughs) Salim the Dream, yeah. Salim the Dream, correct. Yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. So so a couple questions. Um, have you kind of helped him throughout his swing journey or is it something he came to you for advice or, you know, kind of there? And also, is he as funny as he is in person as he is online? Okay, so uh, he, I, I've definitely helped him from day one. He's gotten so much better, right? He's gotten so much better. Yeah. Um, and uh, he just loves the game. And he's uh, fortunate enough that 
uh, you could practice a lot because right. they kind of do everything in chunks. So right. the boys um, kind of do everything like they shoot a bunch of stuff kind of in this short period, and then the, the edit, it's up to the editor. So since he's talent, he just does this bulk work and then practices. Um, but uh, yeah, I've helped him in his journey. The way the way he found each other was he posted on a story once looking for a swing instructor in the OC. Okay. And uh, we we were at my friend and I were at dinner. We weren't getting served, so we we're just on our phone. Right. And then I DM'd him and I was like, hey, you know, big fan, we'd love to work with you. And a second later he's like, let's do it. And uh, from there, I'd like to say a friendship was formed and he is hilarious. And he's actually hilarious in the sense that like I hope you don't mind me saying like he's he's pretty funny, like with what he says but it's more his actions like he will prank people all the time <laughs> he'll like when we go out he'll like tap people on the shoulder for no reason and i'm not talking about going out it's like we're at chipotle <laughs> you like tap someone like you know for no reason and just like look away right and we're just like laughing and it's like why did we just do that who cares it's <laughs> hilarious um but at the same time he is an incredibly deep thinker he thinks about a lot of things Okay. A lot of things. And so he's a very interesting uh, guy to talk to. Oh, yeah. I, I can, not, not only joke about. Right. Not, I can imagine, man. Yeah. Just watching his swing journey, dude, change. I mean, it's amazing how pure he's hitting the oh, ball. it's amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's amazing. He loves it. I mean, he absolutely loves it. It's great. Uh, it's just amazing, man. Um, so, of course, Josh, and I want to ask this question as well. So, of course, there's so many different you know instructors for the game of golf out there. What kind of sticks or you know sets you out um, with your approach, and what makes you better, in your opinion, for players to learn the game, young or old? Yeah, I think. I, I mean, I just want to. I probably study it more than most. Right. I, I hope I'm not, you know, stepping on everyone's toes. You know, no, I hope I'm stepping on everyone's toes. Right. You know, exactly. I yeah. Know the swing as well as they could. Right. Um, and I, I studied a bunch of back stuff. I studied a bunch of telling me a horror stuff and also uh, as with all these guys, but also not only taking that, but being able to apply that to your eyes being right. like, okay, what is he? I always try to say it when young instructors ask me, I'm like, I'm trying to like step into Kelvin Neohara's shoes or Macrograde's shoes and be like, what are they looking at? Right. And so I think I've definitely molded my eyes to see a certain picture. Right. Um, and then it's taking that very complicated idea explaining to them why it is the way it is, why it works. And then being able to put it into simple words For or sure. simple feels, I think is, a, is, a, is a, a skill that I'm always trying to get better at. Yeah. And uh, not to be, you know, cocky or anything like that, but like I, I, I can swing the club. Like I do it myself. Right. I work on it here and there at different feels. Um, and I try to find as many different ways to explain a certain feel as I could. For sure. Um, so, that's where I think I I stand out in that sense. Awesome, um, yeah. Thank, yeah, thanks for answering. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, some, well, one thing I would say. Yeah, man. And, and sometimes, I mean, I know that can be yeah. kind of a – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I also think a lot of what I do really well is, like, I turn these – you will see my swing video and these instructions. They're, like, I have these fancy names for everything, and it just makes it stick. Right. And I think that's a big, big part of being able to teach explanation. Dude. That's huge, man. I mean, I feel like I've taken lessons before, so I'm like a 15 handicap, man. I'm, I'm not that great. Um, but so kind of transitioning from that, I guess. So 
um, with someone like me, I'm in Indiana, you're in California. I want you to give me lessons. I don't want to spend a lot of money to fly out there to see you. How does that process work? And is that something you guys, you guys do? Yeah. So I do do all my lessons. And what that is, is just a voiceover video of your swing compared to like a tour guide swing and being like, here's, here's the steps. Here's what you should do in your swing. Okay. Um, and, and so that is an, that is an option that a lot of instructors are doing, but I'm going to be frank. I, I don't know if they work. I, I really don't. I, I've, I've stopped doing them for a while because I just felt like I was robbing from people. Right. You know, like it's, it, the hands-on process is so different. Right. Um, but that being said, having, doing the online lesson, the reason why I'm doing them again is just the clarity of mind to be able to be like, okay, I see why this works. And let's see if I can find an instructor who does something similar. Right. If they like what I teach. Oh, and wow. so, um, or can I follow these people who, you know, teach something similar and then I could do it enough times to be able to for sure. implement it myself. Okay. Fair enough, man. Good answer. Um, next question I got for you, man. So obviously you're a swing coach. You see so many different types of swings. What's the most common issues or most common swing issues you see with people that come to you for lessons? Definitely. It's, it's funny because it's a polar opposite for good players and bad players. So for good players, they're too far inside stuck and flipped. And then the bad player is too far over the top and open face slice. Right. And, um, so we'll say because majority of players are average players, we'll say over the top. Right. That's probably the most common. The most common. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. All right, man. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry about that. I had to clear my throat for a second. I apologize. Um, so let's ask some um, more personal questions here. Maybe not necessarily about the, the coaching side, but just Josh Park himself, okay? Um, what's your lowest round of date? Uh, 63. 63. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's 63 impressive. When I, was a, when I was a kid. Wow. How old were you? I was 16. 16, okay. That's that's really impressive. That's making a lot of birdies. <laughs> I was making a lot of birdies. So it was, it was 10 birdies, uh, one bogey, and I I won a lot of money. A 16-year-old shouldn't be gambling, but yeah, I won a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. <laughs> nice, nice, man. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. What's uh, what's your handicap right now? You know, I haven't kept one in a while, but honestly, I'd say I'm probably about a five. I'm trying right. to keep it again. I, I'm shooting like 77, 78. People have a hard time believing that, but I just don't play much anymore. And so I've lost all sense of being able to hit it and stuff, but right. it's getting better. It's getting there. Right. Nice. What would you say is the uh, strongest part of your game? Definitely ball striking. I like 130 out. I was pretty, pretty damn good. And then 125 nice. in, it was pretty bad, including like wedges, any kind of 80 yard wedge show was always difficult for me. And when when you see a lot of swings like you do, what what do you find yourself like wanting to teach more? And then what is like your go to? Um, like if someone's out on the course struggling, like what's your go to? Like you know you can kind of keep it in play and guide it around the course a little bit. What's what's your go to shot there? Yeah, um, I I still I still want to teach like bunker game more um and but i think my specialty is in the swing and i understand that uh and for myself like a shot that i like to i i love a stinger three wood i get pretty steep and out so then 
if you give me a shot that I can hit more steep and more out and more down on, I'm really happy with that. So <laughs> my go-to right. shot is to stinger three wood when things are going wrong. Um, and uh, it ro- runs out there pretty good. But nice. when, it rain, when it rains, I'm, I'm in trouble. But I don't play <laughs> in the rain anymore, so it doesn't really matter. Right, right. <laughs> I, uh, one question I always like to ask is what's in your golf bag? Like what's the, uh, what equipment are you playing? I'm playing mostly TaylorMade. I have a Callaway driver, but, um, TaylorMade cause my roommate is, is TaylorMade and he plays on the European tour. Um, and so basically take all the stuff he does. So I mean, he gets like three or four settings. Like, oh, this one's not great. And I'm like, all right, well, it'll be great for me. So <laughs> all right. I just take all of his old stuff. So I have like an older Sim 3 one because he's got the new stealth. Right, right. right. And uh, I got the old Callaway, uh, whatever that one, Epic Speed, because he's using the Rogue, right? So I just take all of his old stuff and it's got his name on it and stuff, but it's it's, uh, it's all good. I'll represent him. Right. No, that's awesome. What uh, you want to ask here? Oh yeah, man. So hey, I've got a couple uh, would you rather's if you if you don't mind. Oh, beautiful. I yeah, love man. Uh, first one I have: um, Would you rather never miss a fairway again or never three putt again? Oh, uh, never miss a fairway again. And, and why? Because at least I wouldn't have two strokes added to my game. Right. That's fair, man. That's fair. Next, next one I got for you: Would Would you rather play in the Masters or would you rather play in the Ryder Cup? I would rather play in the Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup, and how? Ryder how, Cup. how yeah, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me why. Just uh, having having teammates. I just the energy that people like. They get so riled up. It's 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 absolutely incredible to watch, and uh, I think just being a part of that, a winning Ryder Cup team, I should say. There you go. That's fair. Awesome. Yeah, I mean the team camaraderie and just the atmosphere. I, I totally agree. Is the same for me. Mm-hmm. Just being out there. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Um, all right, here's a good question for you. Who would your pairing partner be? And actually, give me give me a foursome. So including yourself, um, could be off a tour, could be past players or present. Who would your foursome be, your all-time foursome? Our all-time foursome would be Jack Nicklaus, okay. Tiger Woods, and... Uh, yeah, just just for the uh, romanticism of it. But oh, say it one more time. <laughs> Jack Nicholas, uh, my dad, for the oh, romanticism dad. of it. Okay. But Jack Nicholas and Tiger. Oh, Josh, you're cutting out there. Sorry. Yeah, I said Jack Nicholas or Tiger because I would want to see who would win. For sure. Yeah, especially in their primes yeah. too. If you put them in their primes. Yep, put them in the primes. See, see who's better. Yeah, man, I love that. And so to kind of follow up that question, man, I'm glad I'm glad you picked both of them in your your uh, your pairing. Um, who is the the greatest golfer of all time, man? It's got to be Tiger. My God, just the amount of shot, the shots that he hit, it, it was absolutely unbelievable. I know that was the prime of my life. I say the year 2000 was my life didn't get any better. The Lakers won their first championship with their three P, right? And Tiger Woods went on his run, and I was like, I was like, oh, this is just sports. I'm always gonna win. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I'd say Tiger, the things that he was doing was just absolutely unbelievable. Oh, dude, yeah, he was, he was in another, another league. Yeah, the shots that he hits, like, these, they're, they're miracle shots. And I know Jack had really good finishes and all that, but I just don't see as many miracle shots like I did. The tiger. Oh yeah, dude. It's just it's just crazy. You know, obviously the argument always goes back and forth with him and Jack, but um, I mean, dude, and in my opinion, it's it's tough to argue. I mean, it's Tiger. Yeah, yeah. it's Tiger. It's yeah, tiger. dude. 
Um, what is your uh, what's your go to golf courses out there in California that you like to play? I like to play uh, Industry Hills, where they have like a couple hundred qualifiers. Um, as a women's open qualifier, it's a public course and it's it's a resort. It's a it's a really nice track. Um, Black Gold, I think, is deserty but close to me. And then the last one is this course called Rio Vista that everybody hates. It's always open. They almost shut down a couple times because not a lot of people play it. It's just really hilly. The greens are super steep for no reason, but really short and fun. It's the course that I grew up on, and uh, mm-hmm. I still love going there. Awesome, man. So, so speaking of courses too, dude, thanks for sharing that. Um, speaking of courses, what would your um, – give me like a top five. What's your top five favorite courses you've ever played? Top five? Uh, I played Chambers Bay about 60 days before they had the U.S. Open Day. Oh, wow. That's awesome. How'd you uh, shoot? Yeah, that was uh, not well. It was a college event, so it's it's a super long course, and we played it in the rain, and they played it in the U.S. Open Tees, so it was like drive it through it in eight or seven or eight holes. Right. Part, part fours. Um, I can't remember what I shot. It was large. But uh, what I do remember about that was the greens were so bad. We're like, there's no way they'll get them ready. Right. And if you remember, all the players complained about those greens. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't tell you. It was it was really bad. It was, I'm, not, I'm not the type to complain about greens. Anyway, so there's there's one. Um, two would, would be Torrey Pines. Okay. Um, I'll put Torrey Pines up there. Um, three. Uh, and then a distant third I would give to Olympic Club. Um, Olympic Club where they have the US Open is right. the hardest course you'll play with no OB and no water it's just shaped, tree line shaped in weird ways it was awesome but I, it, was, it was okay to me um, and to be honest man I, I, can't, I really can't think of two more I haven't played a lot of great golf courses I'm honest with you yeah. Um, so I'll, 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 I'll cap it at top three if that's okay fair enough yeah I've, I've probably played Torrey Pines like 10 to 20 times maybe something like that i've played it quite a few times and i i absolutely love that golf course oh that's amazing yeah it's amazing yeah i I love it i every time i'm i used to travel out there a lot and that was my go-to and then i realized that you know you could get a um i was out there so much you could get like a a residency card and only pay like 40 46 bucks or something wow and like when i was traveling out there it was like a hundred and some dollars Yep, because it's a it's technically a municipal, so it's like it's it's owned by the city, so that you get like a city discount. Yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's, like it's, a, a, it's awesome. A big discount. <laughs> a massive discount. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing, man. So, all right, Josh, we don't have much more for you tonight, man. Pretty easy episode. Um, is there anything you want to kind of share on your end that maybe we didn't ask, or anything you want to share to kind of the listeners out there, um, kind of who you are, what you want to spread? Uh, you know, not really. I would, I would say follow me on Instagram at jparkgolf. Um, and uh, I have this YouTube channel that I've been planning on and promising for a while that uh, if it does happen, please subscribe to Josh Park Golf. And yeah. uh, that's about it, guys. For awesome. sure, man. And then, hey, w- uh, once we kind of end the episode here, I'll, I'll share everything with you. Tag in if you, if you don't mind sharing to, to your page as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah, awesome, man. man. Well, thank you so much and have a great night. Yeah, dude. Thanks for, thanks for taking the time, bro. Of course. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. For sure, man. We'll have you back on soon. All right. Sounds good. All right, Josh. Take care. All right. Such a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, not much more than that. We're down in Louisiana this week for golf. Missouri uh, Classic. Yep. It'll be fun, man. Yeah, that'll be fun. The, the teams, is always cool to watch the guys pair up. Yeah. I saw Justin Thomas uh, uh, make a jab at um, Ryan Palmer saying, like, 
what's your what's your top picks that you've had as partners? Because it was Spieth, Rom. Um, I think he had Speed twice, and now this week he has Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, yeah. So he's always picking the the yeah, top recruits. The top boys. Yep, yeah, exactly, exactly, man. Um, other than that, bro, we've got uh, NBA playoffs. Um, what's your prediction? Who, who's winning it all? Honestly, I think if Miami keeps staying aggressive, they've got a good shot. Um, yeah. But I, I really like Golden State this Golden year. Golden State, yeah. yeah. I think they're sleepers. I like it too. Yeah, I think Clay's going to turn it on. And well, and I just feel bad for Phoenix, dude. Like, like you, we were talking Devin Booker's hurt now. Yeah, so. dude. D books out, and then last year, you know, Chris Paul. It's just like, dang, man. Like they got to catch a break. Yeah. Like these guys are in prime. Like let's go. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy, dude. Yeah. But other than that, bro, uh, you playing golf this weekend? Um, possibly Saturday. It just depends on weather and stuff. So. For sure, and it's we'll see like eighty, bro. Yeah, no, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Weather's changing; it's it's nice, dude. Right. Um, anything else you want to share? No, I think um, that's it. Looking forward to the weeks coming up. Like we said, we're trying to have a guest on every Wednesday. Yeah. So if you're interested in coming on the podcast, um, you want to meet up and do one in person, which sure. Cody and I has been talking about doing. We definitely want to start doing live podcasts. Yeah. Um, maybe kind of what he just mentioned getting a YouTube channel and, and recording them live to where they're yeah. video recorded. For sure. Um, I think that would be a pretty cool deal. Um, we got word today on our autism awareness uh, putter covers. Yep. So Very if you're close. listening, um, the putter covers are in the works. Um, we got we got a couple options today that we're going to pick through. Cody and I are going to make a decision. They look sick, and, guys. You yeah, love them. And we'll be they're sending sweet. that out to everybody. So For sure. Definitely. And then um, – P. Rodgers might come on. I mean, that's that's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So we got word tonight that we may have uh, Patrick Rogers on coming up, which Indiana would be a boy. Yeah, that would awesome, be uh, be a, a cool deal. So well, cool, man. Um, good cast tonight. Have yeah. a good night, man. Yeah, you too. See ya.